Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Session 60, another cautionary tale, tale, tale. <laughs> y'all will get it when y'all see the, the title in the in the description box. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, interns, we have a special surprise for you all. We have our first official guest. <laughs> she is an amazing woman who can't help but make you smile when she's in your presence. Wow. She is from Abilene, Texas. Come on. She is a psychology major currently working on her master's degree Say in that. psychology at La Turner University. Yeah. She is a speaker, <laughs> a author, yeah. and a closet painter. Listen. She is currently working in the field of career counseling and, a re- and retention for college students. Hmm. So interns, we welcome Miss Trashana Gale. that's an introduction for you okay yes (laughs) yes 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 you know we had to do it right i see and do it tight (laughs) i like that yes all right so another cautionary tale 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 so bring us in like you know okay 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 so basically what we're going to be talking about today is dating bad boys when you really want a good boy but you still looking for a bad boy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the topic was chosen by our guest speaker wowzers yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a doozy yes a little bit it's okay because we all like these people it's true yes yes okay so where should we start? Do we want to start off with what is a bad boy? Mm-hmm. Well, first, let's let her talk about herself for a minute. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. put her on the spot. Wow. Let's put her on the spot. Talk about myself in what way? Well, what's your thoughts on the dating scene nowadays, just in general? Yes. All right. Well, with <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy dating. And where people are a little weird about, like, online dating, I like it. Okay. Really? I like it. A little swipe, swipe, this and that. You okay. know, and then you actually interview them when you actually see them in person. It's nice. It's like mm. you're a boss. You get your applications in. You review. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes they don't capitalize. Sometimes the words are misspelled. You don't want to bring them in for the interview. Come on. That's okay. hilarious. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. a boss in training. Let's do something. <laughs> I like it. You I know? like it. Turns yeah. out your references do not check out. So there's that, you know, so there's there's certain I don't know, pluses and minuses when it comes to online dating, but I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing how they portray themselves, whether it's on the app, online, like through Instagram, whatever the case may be. I like it. Okay. Okay. Do you find that the variety that you have or the 
amount of choices that you have in online dating uh, kind of comes to like sometimes people get caught up in like the paradox of choice. So because I have so many choices, it becomes hard to make a choice. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's challenge accepted. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Because you're going to see trash humans in person. You're going to see trash humans online. It's just, it is what it is. But for me specifically, a little swipe will do you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if I get tired of swiping, then cool. I'll pull back. But so, I do enjoy meeting people online. It's fun. So now are you looking, are you okay with where you are in dating? Or are you looking for some like a commitment? Do you want something more serious? Yeah, yeah. So for me, online dating wasn't for play play. It was, okay, mm-hmm. this option is out here. COVID is real in the streets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's find an avenue to meet people. It's not like college college you always met people mm-hmm. you know and then you work in certain places where there's there's a lot of people there or not they're married they're you're not attracted to them mm-hmm. yeah. you don't want to crap where you eat so to speak mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i don't want to meet done you that. at the <laughs> coffee pot for a little rendezvous i'm not interested <laughs> you know what i yeah. mean so yeah. i do like separation i do like my space i like my options and so online does give you that that option and you mm-hmm. can pull back when you don't want none yeah. Okay. I like you don't that. Don't want no smoke. I like How that. do you feel that shows up for the other side though? Do you feel like men um have too many options and it, they struggle with that? Honestly, it does it does give you everybody has options. Mm-hmm. And I think that levels a playing field. Whereas like if you are a homebody and you're swipe swiping, you have the same opportunity to meet somebody mm-hmm than if you were outgoing and at the bar scene and doing your Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. So if anything, it puts everybody on the same level. You can swipe, swipe Mm -hmm. and you have the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. I, I'm honestly, when I was in the dating world, not too long ago, (laughs) (laughs) I, I enjoyed, uh, online dating, uh, for segments. Yes. Like it wasn't like a consistent, like I'd be on there for a month and be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm exactly. Tired. And a lot of times I'm, t- cause I used to work at a place where I traveled, mm-hmm. um, to counsel in different States and stuff. And so I would only get on when I was in another state. I didn't get on while I was here. Cause I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to meet you in public. <laughs> right. Cause if I'm out of town, you know, it's like, well, when you coming back in town? Never. Uh, next month. <laughs> and so by that time you've already i've already filtered you out Mm. (laughs) give me a reason to come back in town or not good strategy there Uh Mm uh-huh there's that okay who do you guys believe fares better in online dating not gender but personality type Mm. i think it's just really about the person who knows what they want that's really what it boils down to gotcha because there's a lot of you gonna kiss a lot of frogs let's just be honest online or not online right Mm -hmm. but as long as you kind of know what you want and know what you're gonna tolerate you normally do pretty well i would agree with that um because for most of you may not know i did meet my husband online and i and now granted i've heard a lot of my friends had some horror stories with online dating and everything but i did meet my husband online and i think it was because of the timing we were in a although we weren't in a space to really be ready for a relationship we both knew 
what we were look, we weren't doing this for play play like right. when we met each other it was like okay yeah no it's something about him or i'm assuming he thought it was something about me as well mm-hmm. but we both knew when we actually went on our first date we we almost probably wouldn't have kept dating because we both was like oh we're not in the right headspace right now we could definitely mess this up if we mm-hmm. don't Backs. do this right mm-hmm. yeah okay. and i told her you better go on, go on that next date yeah both of oh, Dr. Strickland and Dr. Wall were both like, yeah, what, what are you, what are you saying? Like, you right. ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we can talk ourselves out of stuff like that. So yes, we can talk ourselves out when it's good. Talk ourselves in when it's bad. Mm-hmm. Oh Absolutely. God, that in when it's bad. Ooh, Ooh, that, that punch. That's a punch right there. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, I, think I that... took two to the body, one of the head on that one too. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I'm telling you. Yeah. But you live in and you learn. It's part of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really just part of it. You don't know until you take two to the body one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Laid out in the hospital somewhere. Look, yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. By yourself and your choices. That is so true. I think that's a good segue into kind of like that whole idea of the like bad boy, mm-hmm. you know, that type of individual. Because those are usually the ones we take the two, <laughs> yes. the two to the body one to the head from. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So... How do you ladies all define like the bad boy, the, you know, the thug type roughneck individual? Because, <laughs> you know, everybody's going to have their own individualized mm-hmm. version. But like, mm-hmm. how do y'all see that persona? Let's let our guests start. Wow. I mean, you're the guest. That's etiquette. That's protocol. That's etiquette. <laughs> Sometimes you need to be out of protocol. Give <laughs> um, somebody some room. Um, really, I find it to be the opposite of who you are. Hmm. Honestly, like it's the opposite of who you are. If you are sweet, they're going to be a little bit more rough. They're going to speak to that alpha side of you. Even if you're not an alpha female, there's still that alpha in you. Let somebody mm. push you. Oh, you'll bark. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it's usually someone that's the complete opposite of me. Mm. That's barking long before they even speak. Mm. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Or because I am outgoing, it's the quiet guy. But he's got a little danger to him, too. Mm-hmm. So that becomes a problem because I'm like, oh, you sophisticated thuggy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got a little quiet storm about you. And I appreciate what you bring to the table. I want to know more. But the problem is, on the other side of that, more is, da 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 Watch yourself. Gotcha. Okay. How about y'all? Okay, so y'all know I like the I used to like the rims and the, well my husband still, still. <laughs> she ain't straight too far y'all yeah 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 I didn't uh, I like the rims and the Tims and it used to be the ones that you, you know look had a little something some in their pocket that they was gonna give to somebody else with their handshake mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. got it that's 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 what mm-hmm. I used to consider street pharmaceuticals yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. just prescribing a healthy dose of happiness to the neighborhood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i and then i did have some 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 of the bad boys that had a college degree too like like you were saying you know the change up mm-hmm. they had to the change up but they still had their streetness to them like they knew about the street and okay. they was mm-hmm. edu- street educated mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay how about you um i would say a bit of all of that um the men that I have dated have a a bit of roughness to them, uh, a lot of protector 
and of course being in the black community because i date black men uh protector look a little different Mm -hmm. than in other cultures it's uh, a lot more out in the open a lot more um overt not covert and so i've dated you know the street pharmacists i've dated um the gangbanger i've dated those individuals but i've also dated people who've never done any of that stuff and they still act like they have so (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so um i know i am a lot to handle i have a lot of energy even though i am the chill person in all my friend groups i need a, a man that can can not shrink in the face of someone with the type of energy that I have and also not shrink in the different social environments that I, um, that I'm in now mm-hmm. current day. No, I'm not out here dating a thuggish, ruggish bone. I'm not doing that no more because mm-hmm. that's not healthy for me. Yeah. It's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that now as a part of your friend group, I wish you would. I wish I would. <laughs> Who got the energy to do that? Oh, I barely open an app. Oh, yeah, not at this stage okay. in life. Yeah, no. No. Mm-mm. You grow out of that. You grow yes. out of that fantasy and you realize it's a nightmare. You yeah. don't want that yeah. life. No, you yes. want to be the reformed one right. for me to right. do that. Because I'm like, I'm not, I don't got time to be figuring out where this is coming from. Mm-hmm. Is this is this blood money? Or is like, mm-hmm. I'm not like, hiding nothing like in my it, purse. Like, why, I ain't got time. Why are you sweating? And why you sound like you out of breath? You running from the police? Like, what? <laughs> I ain't got time for that. No, what you put in no. my purse? Right. What you tell me to hold for you? Yeah. Right, and why I'm we good. got guns all over the house? Oh that. boy, <laughs> you got that thing on you today. Okay, it was supposed to be a date. It is supposed to be a date. It's interesting that everybody has their own version of danger, though, because I don't think have I dated a pharmacist? I don't think so. Oh, you got that look on your face, like I should know that there was a pharmacist in my past. <laughs> you like, might not have dated a pharmacist, but you have dated some criminals. Oh, for sure. Same thing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was just trying to go through my your, your Rolodex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like peel the layers back. So you wish you had it. But okay. I don't know if it's been. I don't remember any pharmacists. Mm-mm. But Maybe yeah, it's a, just different levels a party of party all the time or but not a pharmacist. Yeah. So what's your definition, Dr. Strickland? Uh, so when I think of that idea of the thug, you know, roughneck, whatever, um, I believe you get one of two versions of them. Mm-hmm. You either get the like emotionally disconnected, unavailable version, or you get the <laughs> that eye roll from Doctor Wall is intense. Yes, you know which person I'm thinking about. Yeah, or you get the version that you were talking about, mm-hmm. like the very protective, which can almost be slightly possessive. Yes. Almost is possessive, is I was possessive. Like, there's no slight to yeah. it yeah um you can get that version of them as well mm-hmm. um but it, there's a lot of that kind of alpha male archetype yeah. with mm-hmm. the the bad boy lots of machismo mm-hmm. yeah very traditional gender role kind of stuff mm-hmm. um <laughs> you know there's just a lot of that that comes along yeah i've dated more of the emotionally unavailable version mm. okay mm-hmm yeah, I would agree here. I, yeah, I think all of all of them were emotionally unavailable. In some ways, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah and I'm thuggish, ruggish, bomb. And I think there's an element. Of, <laughs> I was, it was in my spirit this whole time. I was like, we need to change up the intro just this one time. Yeah. I think there's an element of selfishness also with oh, the sure. bad boy persona. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
they're going to get with people that serve their needs. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, again, like, kind of like last session we were talking about, you can have elements of narcissism without mm-hmm. actually being like a clinical version of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it seems like there's a sprinkle, sprinkle of some narcissistic tendencies in there mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you're here for me. And, yeah. Um, and the reality is that stereotypically all four of us would have been classified as the good girl. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us Do are PKs you. or mm-hmm. military brats or, you know, come from very strict homes. Like, yeah. 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 I can agree. <laughs> <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no way to undercut that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've kind of talked about all of our experiences mm-hmm. with bad boys, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do y'all want to add any more to that? Well, how has it shaped us? I would definitely say, now I'm not married to a bad boy. At all. (laughs) Me neither. Uh (laughs) Nope. (laughs) But the one in particular that I dated, and I've talked about this individual on previous sessions before, um, I think that uh, he drastically shaped my personality. Uh, you know, I've said, I've said before that I was a very mild mannered, meek, um, shy individual when I was much younger. And after experiencing that relationship, I became, a you know, one of the things I said was I will never be treated this way again. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not going to allow someone to put me in a position where, you know, it could be dangerous. Yeah. And I had to develop a different type of skin, a different type of mindset. Uh, a different type of confidence to protect myself from being susceptible to individuals like that in the future. So I will definitely say that that relationship like completely changed who I became. Uh, Cause I have no idea who I would have been had I not been in that relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I'm grateful for it, but um, you know, it is a part of my past and my experience. So I have to honor it in some kind of way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because it did create the person that's sitting here right now in, in some ways. Yeah. So I would have to say for me, as Dr. Strickland was saying, I'm not, I think my husband is reformed. <laughs> I don't think he was a, a, a pharmaceutical rep, but I, I think he has some other stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think from the ones, bef- you know, before him, I definitely, believe they shape me in the sense of trust and um, validated my rough exterior because I'm a softie on the inside, but my rough exterior, I think it uh, became much more structured every time I dated one. (laughs) Mm. Structured in what kind of way? I think it made me more hard uh because like it fortified that exterior yeah because I felt like I had like in order for you to know that I'm not playing with you and Mm. you better not bring this over here I'm gonna let you know that I'm gonna be one that's gonna fight you if I have to Mm. they weren't safe spaces they were not safe spaces and even those the the ones that I knew put hands on other women they wouldn't do it with me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you needed to know that because sir if you come over here we gonna have some we gonna have some you gonna have some problems yeah that yeah and so I feel like that's where my hard exterior came from Mm -hmm. and thank god I married a man the man that I did because now I feel safe 
to be even more so I mean because I have friends you all are in my life for me to have you know brought that down a little a little bit more Mm -hmm. but he has now kind of solidified my circle Mm -hmm. now I can really just let people love on me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and love on other people there you go yeah I would say for me uh for a while it made me have a lot of uh walls up which are different than boundaries uh because of dating emotionally unavailable men and feeling like I need to be uh Susie homemaker and be this submissive woman ride or die chick all these other things you really kind of forget about yourself and so um you don't walk around as freely as you would normally which if anybody's listened to our podcast you know that's something that I talk about all the time is that when you truly love somebody there is freedom there it's not a conformity going on and Mm -hmm. so that those are some of my own life lessons that I had to go through um on the the good side of it is my boundaries so tight (laughs) right now you say what okay well I'll see you later and I just walk on off and I don't see them ever again later Mm -hmm. But, you know, <laughs> in fact, Trish be on me all the time. For all y'all yeah, don't know, the, the the best friend that I be talking about all the time is Trish. How so, interns, welcome. This is her. <laughs> and so, she's always on me to be like, okay, don't be like that. But for me, I have to be like that because I'm an empath. Mm. And so, being an empath, my emotions bleed over into everything. And then I'm also absorbing everybody else's emotions. So, if I don't have really firm boundaries i end up mm-hmm. making poor choices yeah. mm-hmm. in the ninjas <laughs> side note i just want y'all to know it's we, the best show the bestie show <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the bestie show <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> not to the no lie relaxer thing it was i didn't realize it was in my j-u-s-t-f-o-r-m-e I didn't realize that I had done that. <laughs> Shout out to my childhood and that creamy crack. Okay. Oh, never going back. Thanks, mom. Man, that was a throwback right there. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I didn't know it was in my spirit. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because when she said, when Dr. Wall said, um, when she said walls and boundaries are different, I had to learn that from the outside, <laughs> from the outside. Mm-hmm her boundaries look like walls. Mm. And so, yes, I would absolutely jump like, okay, friend, are we, mm-hmm. listen, listen, lead the walls to Trump and them. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. cause she would be like, I've attempted to contact this fellow. It's not happening. Done. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. That's a lot going on. But yeah, she has, she has her own pattern that works for her. And I interject just to make sure that she hasn't walled herself off. Mm-hmm. But I have to respect where her boundary is, even though it looks like a wall mm-hmm. from the outside. But it looks different. So that's so how do is. you determine that it's not the wall? Really, I challenge her decisions. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I have a conversation with her and I say, OK, well, walk me through. It seems a little fast. It seems like you let go a little fast. And mm-hmm. there's a little bit of smoke under your feet. You know, like, <laughs> that wasn't just a door closing. I mean, you, you hit the vapor on him. Like you gone, like a fart in the breeze. Like you are gone. <laughs> and so I have to have a conversation with her just to kind of see where her mind is, her heart is, and just determine from there if it's healthy or not. And then she'd be mad at the end of the conversation. Hot 
<laughs> because I don't tell her everything because I have a lot of the people who are actually in my circle and in my corner are extremely protective of me because I am an empath. So I don't always share the beginnings of people doing crazy stuff to me. And so when they find it out, it's like, oh, so we need to fight him. Mm. You want a hog? You know what I mean? <laughs> you mad? Yes. Gotcha. So she normally is my checks and balances, and then I end up being her checks and balances because we uh, operate opposite in this particular area. Dating, but absolutely. But mm. it works out for both of us—an introvert and an ambivert. You know, it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. The, has to be different. I think you need that. Yeah. Yes. The problem is, as an amberbird, I swing that pendulum just. But you're normally pre- pretty consistent when it comes to the dating aspect yeah. because you have your uh, boundaries and standards set up really well for right. you. Right. If I hit an extreme, she's like, okay, friend, come come back. It's like, oh, so you need to sit down yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Find your neutral. <laughs> Find you. your neutral, Ambie, because I'm like, oh, <laughs> we going. It's go. <laughs> to sit down. <laughs> to sit down. <laughs> it's normally like, okay, your energy is a lot going on, so go sit down. But you need okay. that. Yeah, you need you that, that balance. Yeah, you do. Because I was just thinking as we were kind of all talking, like one of the things that happens when you end up with a person that's like this, you become zero tolerance for a period of time. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. may not necessarily stay there, but you're very quick to cut somebody off. Mm-hmm. You're Absolutely. very quick to be, you know, um, suspicious yes. of behavior, suspicious yep. of like, mm, yeah. nah. And in turns, if y'all could see the way we are set up, the two introverted, more introverted people are in the center and <laughs> two more extroverted people are on the outside. It's hilarious. It's called balance. And that would be the extroverted people will be Dr. Jones Hines and Mr. Shauna Gales. There you go. <laughs> yes. But I need that though. Mm-hmm. We're just, you know, wrapping you guys up in our energy. I love it. Yeah, yes. just hugging you up. Just don't insert it into me. I won't. You can't take too much. You can't <laughs> take too much. Dabba do me. Dabba do me. Not a dabba do me. So Trish, you didn't say how it uh, shaped you. Oh man. Okay. So this is what I was gonna say. I think coming from the perspective of a good girl. And a lot of that had to do with like my family, my family being so big, my brothers being super protective, my friends being super protective. I think a good girl really needs a space to be bad. Mm. And I think that's what it is. That's what draws you to a rougher individual. You need a a space. Yeah. Like you need a space. Like they expect you to be perfect after a while, just because you were smart Mm -hmm. enough to make decent choices. Suddenly that becomes your barometer, Mm -hmm. but at the same time that becomes your crypt. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not allowed to step outside of that box. You're not allowed to do anything normal mm-hmm. because you're expected to be so high and mighty mm. and people's perspective mm-hmm. of you starts to choke you mm-hmm. yeah. when it was really just your choices from jump. I mm-hmm. want to be a good person. So I do this right. mm-hmm. paradigm but, shift. Yeah. The paradigm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not been <laughs> a paradigm with you. <laughs> But yeah, so so because of that, you carve out this this space with like a bad boy where it's like, you don't know where I'm from, mm. but um, you know me right now. Right now I'm feeling like this and this is where I'm at. And so if they catch you in that pocket of feeling bad, mm-hmm. oh, a bad boy will do you. Oh, yeah. Well, there's okay. an element. Literally. 
<laughs> then do <laughs> you. <laughs> Don't go there. You know, I'd be waiting for the floodgates. Listen. Uh, but there's an element of excitement because that's that's the energy mm-hmm. that I'm picking up on what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's excitement because I've never had this space to just explore this side of myself. Mm-hmm. No judgment. There's yeah. been, yes, no, yeah, there's no judgment. It's It's a space that's, that's safe in that moment yeah. for that element or that side of your personality. And you don't get that. Mm-hmm. You really don't get that. But what I had to learn is I have a rep to protect. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me how that changed me, you get what the bad boy has. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the aura, the energy, mm-hmm. whatever's around him mm-hmm people are going to associate you mm-hmm. with that lifestyle. Right. So while mm-hmm. you're trying to dibble and dabble and just have that moment of release. Yeah. You still, tra- you, you still trying to stra- straddle the fence, but you still, yeah. but you're being, um, I described with what he's doing. Yeah. Exactly. Association. Yeah, exactly. So in the same way I had to pull back and go, this doesn't fit my brand. Mm-hmm. So while this was fun, this doesn't fit my brand. Gotcha. And so in the same way that I have a rep to protect, he's got a rep to protect. Yeah. Yeah. So he can't be soft. He can't be seen with you. He can't, you know what I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. a situation where nobody's really going to win because you're not hard enough for that life. Mm. I literally don't want no smoke. Right. 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 (laughs) Like, (laughs) yes. Who's shooting? Right. I'm going to let y'all have that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Not unless it's for real situation now, ain't nobody just living that life that part I'm and not. i ain't riding or dying i'm gonna be Ugh. up oh. front you, you already know that ain't something we believe on this show we that's don't do so that right. that's right. so stupid right where are we going that part and i'm driving did you pay up your insurance policy because you're gonna be the only person deceased what's the status <laughs> of your license i'm driving yeah <laughs> no rider dies over here no Negative. not at all mm. no gracias okay. <laughs> right on so what do y'all think makes us glamorize this type of man then? Because this is a, this is a across the board kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, just this idea of that type of dangerous, you know, spontaneous, um, edgy, you know, man, like we've completely made this into a romantic or a romanticized, um, individual to be with. Well, I'm- Oh, go ahead. Everybody. I know. (laughs) I feel like I can answer it in one word. Okay. Protection. Mm. Okay. I feel like that is the thing. You want someone that you know at the drop of a hat is it's heads and beds. Like it's (laughs) over. Everybody lay down. Right. You know what I mean? Like somebody's Mm -hmm. got it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is synonymous with every black woman on the planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We's tired. Mm-hmm. yeah we no, sure I agree with that. yeah why well, i gotta protect you i gotta feed you i gotta do this yeah i gotta clothe you i gotta do this i gotta do that yeah and that's with kids that's with work that's with everything your business mm-hmm. you are running things and sometimes you just need someone in a very physical way to be like i got it mm-hmm. so to me mm-hmm. it's protection i want you to look like nobody can can come at you I want you mm-hmm. to look like no one can come at me. Mm, Protection. Right. That makes sense. And I would add to your word um, excitement because Facts. like you said, all of us are came from a good girl background. Yeah. And so for me, I would say my, I mean, now I dated some bad boys in high school, but you know, that ain't my real adult bad boy mm-hmm. was like, he had money, you know? So it was like, oh man, he could take me out. 
Yeah. yeah I mean, he, he, he introduced me to a adult world of dating. So mm-hmm. it was the excitement and then, right. you know, their own still the excitement. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Cause you're learning. Yeah. I'm learning. Yes. And I'm learning what I do and don't like what I, yes. how feeling safe and not yes. safe. Yeah. <laughs> it was going places, not Hello. safe, <laughs> yeah. but then I'm yeah. st- I feel safe because you're going to make me feel safe. Right. Exactly. You know? So yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Exposure. And I, I also think it depends on when you start dating mm-hmm. a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Like I was, a teenager, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and this person was older than me. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, now I'm not going to give our age ranges, but <laughs> cause you know, I don't want to put him out there like that. Right. But you know, he was an adult and I was still a teen. Um, so there's a level of exposure that I just didn't have mm-hmm. that this individual did. Yeah. You know, I think it's kind of umbrellaed up underneath what you guys are saying. Yeah. But I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. about life mm-hmm. yeah especially being you know that quote-unquote good girl you know this is no shade to my parents I just didn't know anything about life I didn't know anything right. about being I gullible about God. I didn't know anything <laughs> about you know <laughs> I'll bible you to death yes I will give Sean, you a scripture and shout you down listen okay. <laughs> quiz me bible bowl holla at me champion three years in a row I can sing you a <laughs> gospel song in two seconds okay <laughs> Yeah. take you to the king up in here all right <laughs> <laughs> not in the way he will differently <laughs> yes well mm-hmm. when i say exposure i mean all kinds yes. of ways yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, you know like taking that's why i said i think it depends on when you start dating mm-hmm. individuals like that like taking you from being a girl and transitioning you into being a woman yeah mm-hmm. you that, know now that's real right there right that girl that transition right there yeah, I mean, even though it was with a bad boy, they did a good job because I learned a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can't go back. Yeah, no. there's no undoing what you learn. Yeah. Right, fortunately, and fortunately, mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit of both. <laughs> it's it's both yeah. for sure. I will say for me, um, because I'm a Scorpio, um, it's the mystery and Mm. the intelligence and intellect like I like to study Mm -hmm. people yeah and I like to learn all the things about all the things Mm -hmm. so with as much Scorpio as I have in my chart anybody that does natal charts I got about seven placements man her Scorpio got Scorpios (laughs) Scorpions and Scorpios it it does so I (laughs) am very like ooh let's learn about this ooh let's learn about this ooh this okay yes and so when I'm in those situations I'm like I need to learn everything about this person and Mm -hmm. then on top of that I'm an extreme nurturer Mm. and that's exactly what a bad boy needs gotcha so it's like we're meeting each other in our dysfunction mm. and, and loving get, it unfortunately yes okay. no mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> somebody ought to be sponsoring this because look just for me ought to just blow up we do this all the time though so. know. Yeah. <laughs> we, know. we we do a hashtag for them though <laughs> there you go or at them or at yes mm-hmm. <laughs> both yeah so then what about the other end of that spectrum you know, we've been talking about like the bad boy, that kind of persona. What about the nice guy? I don't think the nice guy is nice. Nice, nasty. Okay. I think they put on a persona sometimes that can be worse 
than mm. the bad boy because at least with the bad boy you're getting exactly what you see gotcha uh with the the <laughs> with the nice guy the church boy whatever a lot of them are uh wolves in sheep's clothing and they it's it's worse than that they like a lawrence if anybody mm. watched insecure mm. lawrence was a f boy yeah and she had the best line for him do you remember? Mm-mm. Oh, man. Okay. She said, you're worse than an F boy because you're an F boy that thinks he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And that changed everything for me because I realized that with men, they can think, well, at least I'm not like this. Yeah. I can be yeah. a hair better than that. And I'm not like him. Yeah. So I'm the good guy. And that's not true. That's so mm. interesting you say that because I was just getting ready to ask that question. Yeah. How do we know he's not a good guy? How are we describing a nice guy? Is it because he's not a bad boy? Mm. I think a lot of times that what it is, that's what it is in our society because it's the absence of these traits mm-hmm. versus like knowing exactly what a good person is, a good man is. We Very true. Typically when we say we want a good man, we say what we don't want yeah he can't do this he can't do this i don't want him to have this this but you have described what you don't want right. you have not described a good man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think that can get you caught up every time mm-hmm. because got me feeling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm never coming back on come this on show. usher come on <laughs> usher. i'm never coming back on this lies show. <laughs> but yeah i think it's i think it's interesting because the entire society is built on comparison. Mm. So if you're better than this, then you're good. Come mm-hmm. on, if you're joy, you know what I'm saying? If you're if you're less than this, then you've got some work to do. Mm-hmm. So it's always yeah. based on I'm not as bad as him. I'm not as bad as her. Like I I can cook okay. I'm not as good as this person, but I'm not as bad as that person. Mm -hmm. So you're Mm -hmm. immediately like ranking yourself. And so Mm -hmm. somehow that's supposed to save you from just being a trash human. Yeah. (laughs) And you're still trash. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You think you're playing in the mud, but it rhymes with pit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can be recycling and still be trash. Exactly, Mm. exactly. Because you're picking up all that stuff. Yeah, just like with the bad boys persona reputation, you pick up all of that. Mm -hmm. So you can call yourself a good girl all day long, but your halo is look tipped. It's Mm. look your halo. It ain't even glowing all the way, girl. That halo is on the nightstand. The is flick flickering on the nightstand okay <laughs> okay so all right i, I like it yeah. i think the thing with the nice guy too is their behavior it, it still stems from that it's like the undercover alpha like it's still steeped in this i'm trying to get my needs met but if i do it in a way that's nice and gentle then you owe me right it's the level of manipulation mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. If I'm sweet to you, if I friend zone myself, if I, you know, mm-hmm. come and, you know, bring you food or I answer your calls or I let you vent to me about whatever dude you dating, then it, then it's going to be my turn. Mm-hmm. Somebody said on a TikTok um, video that boys or men in the friend zone or nice guys are just men waiting on their homegirls to be worn down enough to give them a chance uh urkel i'm wearing you down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it Sound shout like out to laura 
Shout out to Laura who said no. And then he became Stefan and it was like, I think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? That's like the epitome of going from the mm-hmm. the, the nice guy yep. to the bad boy. Mm-hmm. That's right. like mm-hmm. the ex- exact example. Mm-hmm. Of so then that. who's better to date or marry the nice guy or the bad boy? Neither. Mm. Why? Because there's other options. Mm. It's not so just it's two not options. Just two. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would say neither of them in their truest form. No, mm-hmm. too extreme. Mm-hmm. Way too extreme. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're both in manipulating. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're mm-hmm. both controlling. Yes. Um, they both want something from you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's a level of dishonesty in it. Mm-hmm. And there's an agenda with both. Mm-hmm. Now they may come from different perspectives different mm-hmm. motives uh-huh but there's still an agenda there when mm-hmm. it comes to you know the person that they're dealing with mm-hmm. absolutely well you know sometimes you need an agenda because obviously we're 39 minutes into this podcast and i forgot that we need to go pay these people and they need to pay us so let's go take a brief break and go to our lovely sponsors okay welcome back thank you for letting us pay our bills guys uh so <laughs> While we were on break, I was thinking, so we talked a little bit about how the bad boy kind of shapes us and, you know, our dealings with them. So if you deal with a nice guy, do you guys think that there are similar uh, implications for yourself or that there are differences that change you when you're dealing with a nice guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's lessons with both. Mm-hmm. Okay. It depends on which ones are most obvious. Mm-hmm. I feel like the nice guy lessons are definitely you have to pay attention to it because you won't know that you're being manipulated mm-hmm. by niceties. Yeah. And sweetness. Mm-hmm. Love bombing. Right. And then oh if you're sensitive to that, you automatically feel obligated. And if you're already nurturing, mm-hmm. like all of that is going to be extreme because you feel like you're being fed emotionally, mm-hmm. but you're being fed emotional. Mm-hmm manipulations it's yes (laughs) yes it's like emotional darts like Mm -hmm. you're getting what you think you need but it's actually just poison it's Mm -hmm. not it's not what you what you want it to be so yeah you learn real quickly Mm -hmm. that what you think is safe is not exactly safe and you learn how to you get punished for letting your guard down yeah Mm -hmm. there's a there's a weird punishment that comes with Mm -hmm. the niceties but then you feel guilt when you don't let your guards down. Very true. Because yeah. look how hard he's working, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he's wants me to feel safe, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. I was, mm-hmm. I was thinking one of the things, like once you get out of a relationship with a nice guy, is it makes you cautious. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Very. And I also think that it makes you, um, what's the word I want to kind of question yourself? Like mm-hmm. it may, I don't know what the term I would want to put there, but it makes you kind of think uh, you about your judgment. Yeah. yeah, like, well, how did I miss that? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a lot of mental and emotional gymnastics with a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can sense um, the predator mm-hmm. underneath his mask. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the last uh, session. But you can't really see it. Mm-hmm. You just sense it. You know something is off. Something ain't right. Um, and as soon as you bring it up, they're like, oh, you want to go to Dubai? Mm. Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want some equipment for your podcast? Oops. Um, but <laughs> brah, 
Shout out to my least favorite trash human. (laughs) (laughs) This one goes out to you. Yes. Ooh. So it's it's not (laughs) ever blatantly in your face Mm -hmm. unless the whole situation crumbles and then it's normally the narcissistic approach where it's like, oh, you're being too emotional Mm -hmm. or don't do that. You know, you're too pretty for that. Or you get guilted into Mm -hmm. other things, doing things, loving them. Mm -hmm. My favorite is when they think they can come back and you should be excited that they reached out. Oh, like (laughs) the face she is making. You feel that one? Yeah. Yeah. Little jab, twist, pull action. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. That cut ain't going to heal, bruh, bruh. Yeah. So who do you think inflicts more damage? Oh, I was thinking about like that. Like the deep, whose cut is deeper? The bad boy or, you know, and now we're talking about them in their stereotypical forms. Mm-hmm. Of course. The bad boy or the nice guy? Nice guy. I would, yes. I, I think it depends on the person. But for me personally, it was the nice guy. Yes. Because um, I was disarmed. with gotcha. the With the bad boy for me personally, um, I got common sense so mm-hmm. I can, I can know, okay, some, some things is popping off. I need to get my life together. This is not working out properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not to say that if you have a truly it, like really, really toxic bad boy, that that's not going to mess your life up. Right. You know? So I think it just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me with bad boys, you know, they're bad boys. So you kind of know what to expect. You know, you probably going to get cheated on. You pro- you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know what to expect. You probably, mm-hmm. but with the nice guy, because it's the, uh, it's so covert. It's yeah. undercover yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. And you're already deep in by the time it some pop off. Right. You don't even know what's happening. So the it's the manipulation you know. for me that again, I already have issues with trust or had issues with trust. And so now like you didn't help that. Right. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. I would agree with that. Uh, I, I agree with you on that. It depends on the person, mm-hmm. uh, I, the combination of people. Mm-hmm. you know, and the experiences that you both have. But if I had, to, if you was going, you know, strong arm me <laughs> to pick one. Yeah. I would definitely say the nice guy mm-hmm. um, for those very reasons that there, it's just so insidious and it takes so long for Good you word. to get there and understand mm-hmm. what's actually happening. Exactly. With the bad boys, like, Oh, hold on. Wait. Mm-hmm. Like it's so in your face that mm-hmm. you almost are like, uh-huh. Okay. I'll choose this. Uh huh. Right. But with the nice guy, I didn't choose this. No. And I think with the bad boy, you have a higher percentage or chance of leaving unscathed. Mm-hmm. Cause I think once the black is hot, you out. Like, yeah. Because you, you already I mean? knew this was getting ready to happen. Yeah. yeah. But with mm-hmm. the nice guy, it's like for me, when I thought I was dating a nice guy, it was like, you know, I was changing. I was trying to change mm-hmm. from, Dead you know, giveaway. not dating. Yeah. Not dating the bad guys anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to switch up. You know, I, I don't been hurt a few times mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Let me, let me choose a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And now I choose a nice guy and then you end up being worse than the bad guy. Yep. Ooh, it makes you susceptible to dating the nice guy after being with the, the bad boy. Right. And mm-hmm. usually with a, with a nice guy, there's some grooming involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A bad boy doesn't really groom. You get what you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It look rough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come oh, back. back. I'm back. Come back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Don't look into the light, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't what you want. It ain't. <laughs> but I, yeah, that seems, that's the hard part, you know, because it sets you up 
so nicely. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the check and the mate. Yep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that you're because you're trying to heal from having been with the bad boy and mm-hmm. then you're in this headspace of like like i was saying you know nobody's gonna do me like this again blah yep. blah, blah blah and mm-hmm. your 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 eyes are primed for the bad boy mm-hmm. exactly. your eyes are not primed for the nice guy yep so yep. then he'd come on in and be like hey let me mm-hmm. show you a little something something let me open yeah. your world to you know what it could be mm-hmm. and then it's like oh yeah and then it's oh <laughs> mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you know, last exactly. one that last <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know when you said uh checkmate it just put me in a mindset of you know both of these men are playing chess mm-hmm. but the difference between the bad boy and the nice guy is the bad boy will sacrifice his whole board mm-hmm. and not intentionally hurt his queen mm-hmm. and the nice guy will murder his queen Ooh. Ooh. look at the philosophicalness there i know my goodness so when you're with the bad boy it's fallout from the board but gotcha. when you're with the nice guy it's fallout from the king mm. come on nichelle to stradamus <laughs> <laughs> okay nietzsche in here okay nietzsche, nietzsche. <laughs> okay but i mean when i mean you triggered it in my brain so um it, it that's that's the conceptualization behind it because mm-hmm. both neither neither board is good right <laughs> get off go play shoots and ladders that you know because mm-hmm. it's it's too many risks right. when you're playing with either one of them right yeah mm. yeah i like that interesting because mm-hmm. it still puts me in that headspace about protection mm-hmm. when it Absolutely. goes with the bad boy like he would rather sacrifice everything versus because that would include if himself. i don't mm-hmm and a lot of yeah. times that's what ends up hurting us is that he sacrificed himself. Yeah. And he didn't have the wherewithal to think of the future mm-hmm. and how much we would have needed him to stay present, yeah. whether it's the cheating, whether it's the him end yeah. up using or get locked up or whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, the nice guy's not sacrificing himself. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. There's only one person being sacrificed and that's you because, because everybody else has to keep up. Um, they have to still abide by the image and facade that he's placed. Because when you try to lead a nice guy, your family and friends are looking at you like, he's such a good person. Why? Mm. But he ain't though. Mm. Right. <laughs> mm. Good on paper. Man, mm. that was good. Yeah. I like that. Remind me of Chris. Married at first sight. Oh, trash. Chris o'clock. and Paige. Oh, oh trash mm. o'clock. <laughs> trash a clock take me back never (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh if y'all have not watched that please go and watch married at first sight it is the atlanta yes season um right now they're doing the houston season but the the one right before that is atlanta so watch that because you will see classic nice guy craziness oh Yeah, I saw a few clips of that of him and the woman he married. Paige. Paige. And then I guess his ex wife or ex girlfriend. Ex girlfriend. Mm, yeah, it was very interesting stuff. Down. I was like, ooh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know if I I've seen Married at First Sight before, but I don't know if I've seen that season yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to choke half the people there. You mm. really do. <laughs> and you never really like you get emotional watching those shows, but this one you want to shake every table on the planet. You want to oh, fight. Wow. You want to pull the track. Oh, wow. pop him in the jaw. Yeah. It's He's probably only horrible. been two other 
couples on the history of this show that has ever got me riled up like that. But this, I was, uh, I was mad at him. Mm. I was mad at her. Yes. I was mad at production. Yes. The experts. I was like, this is emotional, financial, sexual abuse. Wait, is that the one that he's not the one that was the basketball player, is he? No, okay. you're thinking of the tall white the t- guy. Yeah, that's yeah. the other guy that that's got on my last yes. nerve. That's the one that and got then, on my nerve right there. Um, the the white couple, Katie and Luke. Yeah, that, that was the other one where he was ended up being. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but either way, it's a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> go watch it. It's mm-hmm. bad if you really need to see it in living color, just to kind of grasp what that looks like. Watch it. It's so much going on in the world right now, and we could all use some extra support. At Balanced Beacon, we offer counseling services for individuals, couples, families, and groups. If you're in Texas, give us a call at 214-396-6503 or visit our website at www.balancedbeacon.com for more information. Ladies, are you looking for a new way to get your body right and your body tight? Well, let me give you the scoop on She. She Dance Studios is a women's only sensual fitness program geared towards unleashing that inner goddess. We're currently offering classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. inside Active Family Wellness located at 4120 North Collins Street, Suite 200, Arlington, Texas 76005. For more information, DM us on Instagram or Facebook at She Dance Studios. Remember how Paige reacts because that is every woman, man, whoever that's dated a nice girl, a nice girl, not a good girl, it's different. Nice girl or a nice boy, nice man. Paige mm-hmm. is that person because mm-hmm. you don't see it, but everybody that is really close to you can actually see it happening. And that's the worst thing yes. to be the dumbest person in your rela- in your relationship. Ooh, to be yes. made a fool of. Mm. It's embarrassing. Yes. That's a huge level of embarrassment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I can't tell you how many conversations that Trish and I have had where we we in here holding each other. I was so stupid. Oh, <laughs> you man, know what I, I think mean? we've all had that moment. <laughs> it's just like, man. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and then you have uh, not not Trish, other people in your life that's not for real friends that be like, I never liked him. So you was just going to let me date him? Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> And mm-hmm. that's crazy. But you know what? I remember um, a young man I was dating. <laughs> I like that. In college. And man. now my dad, he was like, Mm-mm, not that one. Hmm. And my so and when we broke up, I, you know, of course I told my mom. And my mom then told me mm-hmm. I didn't like him anyway. I was like, well, Mom, why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. And she was like, because if I would have told you, it would have pushed you to him. 
That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. That does happen. I don't yes. do that, but that's a possibility. I, I understand that. But like my biggest fear <laughs> is that the show you ain't supposed to laugh at Dr. Wall. My biggest fear is if I can see danger and I'm trying to convince people around me that it's dangerous and they can't see, but it's on an exaggerated level. Like the whole building is collapsing and you just in here playing mm-hmm. <laughs> like follow me to safety. Like yeah. I need you to come with me. Like that mm-hmm. is my biggest fear. I have to convince you that this, that it's a problem. Yeah. And so another fear of mine would be that I don't see danger, mm-hmm. yeah. but you don't tell me. Oh, you yeah. save yourself mm-hmm. and I go into ruin. Yeah. Now I know my, if it would have been too much danger, my mama would have snatched me out. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, for sure. But I think, because I, I think she knew in yeah. her heart of hearts that it wasn't going nowhere. Yeah. yeah. She knew you. Yeah, right. She knew you would see it. Right. But yeah, speaking to those friends that just let you go into ruin. Yeah. yeah. Like that's wild to me. A it parent is. going, you're rebellious, baby. You were going to. Yeah. We you know had you. to see it. Mm-hmm. You had to see for yourself. Uh-huh. You had to bump your head, baby. I'm mm-hmm. here now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Want some Tylenol? <laughs> <laughs> like that's different, right? Yeah, that's but different. I do agree with you because because you know it's that question of well, if you saw your friend out on a date with somebody, would you tell your friend? And my group, yeah. Absolutely. I, I was getting ready to say, not I, only am I going to tell you, I'm, I'm going over there. And I'm, I'm taking over pictures. There. Right. I'm taking pictures and I'm going over and there. And I'm calling you while I'm on walking over there. I hey, got you right. on speakerphone. What you think you're doing over here? Video. First yeah. of all, first of, for FaceTime. We, look, I don't have no iPhone, but I'm sure going to find a way to video you Messenger real quick. on uh, Facebook. Duo. Google Duo. Duo. I'll be like, hey, hey call apps, me right everything. now. Download Duo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm about to call you on Messenger. Are you available? I don't care. You need to be available. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. But you you do need that. You do. You do. Because you don't want your friend out here looking crazy. Yeah. And you don't want to be that friend that is looking crazy. Mm -hmm. I think think back in the day, I may have like, "Mm, maybe. But now in my life, because all of my friends now... One, they all know. First of all, I don't want your man. I don't want your husband. Whatever. That. It don't. I don't want them. Mm-hmm. And I think my friends know me well enough now that they know. First of all, as I'm talking to you, I'm about to go confront your husband too. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While I'm talking to you, I'm confronting your husband while I'm talking to you. We mm-hmm. fighting. Yes. I'm gonna fight your husband. Oh uh, yeah. Disrespectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you need friends like that though you yeah. do you know i think those are probably one of the f- exceptions to the ride or die absolutely yes. for yes. my for my friends who have consistently showed up for me mm-hmm. oh, yeah. ride or die mm-hmm. yeah it yeah. does not extend to a penis person it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> flat out flat out it doesn't if you got that extended member you're good out here yeah you don't you don't need my ride you don't need my die right hang <laughs> on and going mm-hmm. that. that makes sense so that's that's a hard line for me yeah mm-hmm. so then how do we define or kind of put together what a good man is then because we've talked about the extremes of those versions like what is a good man i i do agree that it starts with identifying what you don't want Mm-hmm. but it doesn't end there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like Dr. Wall said, that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. But you do need to put a list together of what has not worked for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then understanding that maybe it's not the direct opposite 
of what didn't work, Mm-mm. but varying mm-hmm. degrees of right. that. Yeah, levels instead of pendulum swings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's how people operate. They, mm-hmm. tend they to do. think, okay, well, I want someone. So he was dishonest. So I want someone that's honest. But I'm like, there's two versions of honesty, though. Brutally honest. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you can be honest and cut somebody's head off. Yes. And you Purpose can be honest me. and be compassionate. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll take compassionate for 600, Alex. All right. <laughs> <laughs> man, when Alex went. Come back, man. That Come hurt, back. That hurt my heart, man. <laughs> yeah. I hurt my heart. Okay. Because he was roasting people. He Yes. yes. Hardcore. <laughs> Hardcore. And getting away with it. What was it going to say? I mean, he white man. They ain't gonna shut him down. Mm-mm. It's true, but he came for the people. <laughs> okay, so you say it's okay to start with what you don't want, but we can't stay there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, we got to broaden that out a little bit, and then ask your friends, the people who actually okay. see you beyond your perception mm-hmm. or not perception. Your representative, yes, see you, but beyond words are hard, beyond what you present yourself as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And then I would add to that, pay attention to what you need because, you know, all of us at some point thought we wanted a bad boy. Mm-hmm. We thought we wanted a nice guy, mm-hmm. but then we realized <laughs> what we needed is someone who was going to love us authentically. Right. And be compassionate towards me I can only speak for me Mm -hmm. be honest with me compassionately and also be okay with my temper tantrums when I have them if I have them Mm -hmm. but also know how to soften me Mm -hmm. soften me up through that Mm -hmm. get her a weighted blanket right (laughs) because he definitely will give me a hug (laughs) so he just put his weight on me and then mm-hmm. I calm down. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll just wait patiently until I've finished. Mm-hmm. You okay? Which that's a, a bomb technique for a little mm-hmm. psych one on one. Like what he's doing is grounding her physical person because her emotional person is running wild mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. of her, and she needs some type of physical represent representation to ground her into the floor, into mm-hmm. her body. You know, just psych one on one. It's verbally beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's verbally beautiful. It's physically beautiful. I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And see, just even thinking about what I need makes me tearful. It's that because oxytocin he gives it coming. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Her mm-hmm. eyes are doing the things they that we are. don't like. I know. They're sweating. <laughs> I don't like the glisten. Aw. That's Sorry. so sweet. <laughs> Shout out to the new husband. I know. Yes. Hello, we Ms. hate Di- you for this moment. Mr. We'll <laughs> but that's a beautiful thing, though. It is. It is. Yeah. And you want somebody that you can feel vulnerable. You know, that's something that I've talked about several times. Like, with us being bosses, us being doctors and master level practitioner, with us being folks who are running stuff and being in charge of things, like, we want somebody that lets us be soft and delicate and submissive like a lot of people think that black women don't know how to be submissive and really we're just waiting on the right leader Mm. that that is true that is very true people don't believe that but every black woman wants to be soft Mm 
Mm -hmm. but we want a place to be soft more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there is a there's a difference. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. We don't want to be taken advantage of. We don't want to be played like little sucker in the streets. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Like, yeah, we can give you Ike. We can give you Tina. We can give you all of those things. But what we really want is a place to be soft. Mm. And that's it. And it not be a fearful place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's partly what we mean by making space for us. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some more to that, but that's a part yeah. of it. Right. Yeah. And if you want her soft, give her room to be soft. Mm-hmm. Hear we, me, men. Yeah, we don't. We shouldn't have to put everything on our back. Right. Because you can't tell me you need me to be soft and you need me to be your peace, even though that's something you should have for yourself. Um, and then you want me to do everything because mm-hmm. I can't be soft yeah. and do everything. Oh, yeah. I have to have a to... hardness to pull everything around. I was just going to say that. Have y'all ever tried to like attach a bolt to a piece of cake mm. <laughs> it's gonna go right through. that's not gonna work right you're gonna tear up a good piece of cake yeah oh, yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're not gonna get no cake um it's so I, you definitely you have to you not you need to know what materials you're working with mm-hmm. and if you are requesting these type of things from an individual then you need to make sure that the environment is conducive to that most definitely yeah so then just to kind of, well, you ladies didn't tell us yours. Of oh, what you, what you, how you define a good man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me and Trish. <laughs> I said mine. Did you? Mm-hmm. Vulnerability and um, whatever I said before that, you know, chemo oh. brain. Oh, wow. I totally skip right on over that. I guess I, I just gave my the, mind. I, I guess I just gave the method. I didn't give you nothing. Well, you no, you, you said yeah, yours. You, get, you said, said yours. I thought mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Wall and Dr. Strickland <laughs> didn't, but Dr. Wall said she did, so Dr. Strickland, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think a good man is someone that is mm, honest, but honest with self, you know, not necessarily. Mm. I definitely think honest with others, of course. But honest with self first. Yeah, honest with self. Trickle down. Mm-hmm. Because it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and someone who is always willing to learn, you know, mm-hmm. someone that is open, mm-hmm. someone that has, um, that's teachable, and not teachable like I want to change you kind of teachable, but they are willing to learn and understand other people, mm-hmm. so yeah. they can be taught how to deal with other people in an effective kind of way. Yeah, um, I think that there is a level of Mm, almost selflessness that can come along with a good man you know Mm -hmm. not the walk over you type but I understand that there are going to be some times where I need to sacrifice some things because it's for the greater good and but I have a plan for why I'm doing that um and then of course someone that is supportive and mm, a team player you know, they oh, have I a love, goal. I love that team player. Yeah, they have a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. They're willing to work mm-hmm. with you on that goal. That it's not, you know, about just the me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, my philosophy, there's three people in a relationship. There's you, me, and the relationship. Mm-hmm. And that they understand that concept that sometimes 
what I want can spike the relationship and sometimes what you want is going to spike Mm -hmm. the relationship but we understand that our needs sometimes will have to take a back seat Mm -hmm. to what the relationship needs Mm -hmm. yeah because y'all in a merger yeah Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. not his team or your team it's a merger Mm -hmm. yeah so that would be for me that is pretty words do things to me so when she's talking i'm picturing things so (laughs) (laughs) words do something i think probably the sexiest thing a man has ever said when getting to know me was, and this is going to sound super cliche, but what are your interests? And he said that. And he said, I have that interest too. Let's start walking through how to make money with those interests. Let's start. Why don't we learn Mm -hmm. how to do this together? Mm -hmm. I'm going to order some books. Do you want me to order a book for you too? Yeah. Why don't we look at how this works? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like he was actively pouring into that separate person, which is our relationship. Yeah. So you've got two entities pouring into one big thing Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it becomes all encompassing yep. and it was beautiful. It wasn't just like, what do you like to do? You like to bowl? <laughs> we'll go bowling. <laughs> you know? And it's like, <laughs> um, yeah. okay. But it was very much like, this is what I like. I have a strong passion for it. I've never met someone that's as passionate about this as me. Why don't we do something with that? And then he systematically, and very futuristically walked us through mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah. And I thought that was the beautiful, that was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, come on with a plan. I'll submit. Yeah. <laughs> just don't get crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think there's an element of balance yes. that comes with somebody. If you're going to, you know, say a good man that he has the ability to do both. He can right. be the st- strong alpha male, take control, you know, plan, organize, strategize, but also knows when to take a back seat and allow you to take the shine and allow you to shine, uh, plan, organize, strategize as well. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, um, he's not threatened. Yes. The ego is not there with it. Mm -hmm. And that's beautiful because he was very much like, he was very much like, I'm comfortable saying, I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. And it seems like you may not know either. Yeah. Come on, unicorn. So why don't we learn together? Yeah. And then if you're comfortable, this is kind of where I like to see it go. Mm -hmm. But only if this Mm -hmm. works for us. Right. Yeah. So it was it was beautiful. He put it together in a way that I was like, (laughs) okay, young man, I'll show you. But um, (laughs) but yeah. Okay. It was wonderful. Okay. So we've given our definition of good man. So in a general sense, who do you think actually gets to define that? That men get to define what a good man is or the people that date them actually get to define what a good man is? It's interesting because the good men don't always know that they're good men. Okay. And sometimes they do need us to define that or not define it, but reinforce that or okay. acknowledge it is a better word acknowledge that that's what they have but on the other side i always think how am i going to know what it is until i see it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can think i know what it is i right. just like i can think i know what i need until i get what i need and i'm like oh this is what i need yeah mm-hmm. so it's like you kind of want to see the embodiment of it so you can go that's what it is mm-hmm. a unicorn does exist that is a unicorn mm-hmm. But there are there there have been men that I've met that had no idea that they had the goods. They had the goods on them. <laughs> gotcha. I think it's the humbleness for me. Yes. That, that's when mm-hmm. it makes them more 
attractive and <laughs> and uh, and allow me to. I, I, to I'm, tr- I'm trying to answer your question, but I'm not really. Sh- I guess women would be the one to identify it because if you're humble, like Trish was saying, you're not going to think that of yourself. Hmm. Okay. You're just gonna. Ex- I mean, not just exist like you know, but you're just gonna do do you and be who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's both. I think mm-hmm. men get to define what a good man is because as women, we are not men. So we don't mm-hmm. know all of the things that it takes to be a mm-hmm. man. Absolutely. And, or how they, how men collectively see good versus bad. Mm-hmm. Right. But I also think that as observers of men, we know what good is a good man is to a woman mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying i think there's That's a difference good. between being a good man from a man's perspective but being a good man to a woman mm-hmm. um so i think we get to define that but they get to define like men what collectively makes a good mm-hmm. man versus a good man partner man mm-hmm. y'all need like clapping <laughs> sounds and <laughs> cheers and stuff I'm bring you a soundboard we're working on it we're yeah because <laughs> that was good that was good well thank you mm-hmm. yeah i try yeah yeah i agree i ain't on that to it <laughs> oh shoot i agree with all three of you wow well, that was easy <laughs> right okay any final thoughts or anything that you know any revelations in our little discussion here I just like what you said about men being honest with self first. Mm -hmm. And I think that's across the board. If we're honest with ourselves about what we lack, what we present, how we present, and just being aware and cognizant of some of our flaws and all of those things, I think it starts there. And then we can really define good men, bad men, good women, bad women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or at least know where we stand in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good wrap up. So we want to thank Miss Trishana Gales for coming on today. Yay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. We thoroughly enjoyed it. I appreciate you. Yes, we did. Thank you so much for the um, conversation that you provide. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have a different perspective. Yes, it is. Uh You know, well, y'all know we always end off with a quote. Come on, bring it in, Dr. Wall. (laughs) So we have no author for this but it reads i think every girl's dream is to find a bad boy at the right time when he wants to not be bad anymore must be his volume control so okay interns process your notes be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at the recycled podcast if you're a new intern Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.